0: Hi, welcome to Unmasking Your Power with myself, Sarah Poisson, owner and director of the Rainbow Clinic Paediatric Occupational Therapy. Unmasking Your Power is where I get to sit down with amazing business owners and entrepreneurs and pick their brains about all things business and life. We delve into their secrets, passions, values, morning routines and what makes them successful and ultimately happy. So thank you, Sarah, for your time and commitment to this quest. I'm super keen to get to know you more um, and for you to share your story with our listeners. Uh, Today's interviewee is Sarah from Osborne Law. Uh, Sarah H. (laughs)
1: Hoviacs, yes. Hoviacs, welcome. going by Sarah H, that's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Her surname (laughs) Hoviac is 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 it Polish? Hungarian. Hungarian. Right, there you go. Eastern European. (laughs) Cool. So I said she has to pronounce her, most <laughs> her I get that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So So do I actually with Poisson. So yeah. I go, How do you spell that? I'm like, P-O-I-S-S-A-N-T. <laughs> oh, is that fish? <laughs> no, Poisson is fish. <laughs> I just
1: lead with spelling it now. I don't even, yeah. don't even try. <laughs> don't explain <to laughs> yep. um,
0: So yeah, Sarah is uh, a senior associate with Osborne Law. She's been with Osborne Law for five years um, and a lawyer for nine years. So... Sarah is one of 25 plus uh, staff with Osborne Law. They have a wealth of experience across our focus area of um, commercial employment and property law as well as estate planning and litigation. So they have strategically targeted these practice areas for development ahead of other practice areas. The focus has resulted on their team possessing a niche set of skills able to provide comprehensive advice, support and representation to their clients, whether they're individuals, business, large and small. So they're Newcastle-based. Newcastle-based, yep. Yep, awesome. Uh, And so, yeah, I got to meet Sarah for a few times at the Lake Macquarie Women in Business uh, Network where she's a committee member and volunteers her time and I think that's incredible to all of the Lake Macquarie Women in Business and and Business Committee there that that do a great job. So that's where we got to meet you.
1: Yeah, and it's a great committee. It's actually, um, I have a lot to be thankful for being part of that committee. It was really my introduction to sort of the business network in Newcastle when I moved to Newcastle eight years ago. Um, So I've been going as just a guest and then in the last three years I became a committee member. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a great group to be a part of and I've met so many awesome people and some of them my friends now as well. So. yeah that's
0: that's great great. yeah um so can you tell us a little bit about your current role um and experience in law i mean this is super exciting the first lawyer on the channel so (laughs) yeah talk to us about um your experience and what you what you do in the current role
1: yeah awesome i'll try and make it sound more exciting than it probably is (laughs) but um so yeah as sarah said i've been a lawyer for nine years Um, So I'm actually from Wollongong. That's where I went to high school and uni. Um, And straight out of uni, I got a job in Sydney. So I was traveling from Wollongong to Sydney for almost 12 months. That was my first job as a lawyer. Um, And my now husband was from Newcastle. Um, And so we did kind of the long distance thing while we were both at uni, separate degrees and separate cities. Um, And then also when I started working, but it just wasn't sort of manageable long-term with the commute and everything. Um, I didn't love working in Sydney. It was a bit too big and too busy for me. Um, And he loved his job up here in Newcastle. So I decided to make the move. Um, got a job at a firm in Charlestown originally, and I was there for three years before I moved over to Osborne Law almost five years ago. Wow,
0: okay, and so he is a lawyer but doesn't work at no, Osborne Law? No, he's actually he? an
1: accountant. Oh, he's
0: an accountant? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so wow. still
1: professional services, but yes. um, yeah, we try not to talk shop
0: too much. <laughs> oh, a bit dry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is good having him on hand oh, for the occasional say, question. Yeah, but... you
0: two might be good to know lawyer and accountant. <laughs>
1: Uh, But yeah, so I I do exclusively commercial law. I've got a bit of a background doing some employment law and a bit of litigation, but I've now found my kind of area in commercial law, which is really to help business owners. That's sort of the end game for me. And just to be a part of their process from whether it's a startup or a big company that's looking to list on the stock exchange, it's, yeah, there's always bits and pieces that they need help with. So I just love learning about people's businesses and trying to help them in any way I can. Wow.
0: Amazing. Uh, so you're also um, a chairper- chairman, chairwoman, chairperson. <laughs> chairperson, we should say, of Hunter Prelude. Um, yep. So that's massive. And for everyone who doesn't know, Hunter Prelude is in the disability space. Yeah. Um, yep. And so
1: we're Hunter-based. I think we're just yep. over 40 years old now as an organisation. But yeah, mm. we provide... Um, early intervention and therapy support services for children and their families with disabilities.
0: Yeah, amazing. How did you get to be chair? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was just a volunteer board director before that. I'm still mm-hmm. a volunteer, um, but it was about two years ago now I actually applied for the position. So they, were have, mm-hmm. they had an add up for some vacancies on the board. Um, and it was something I'd been looking at doing for a while just because I've got a skill set that can be used in that sort of environment. Um, with corporate governance and that sort of thing. And I sort of wanted um, a practical outlet to really test my skills and knowledge. And then I think that would then, well, I thought that would then help with my actual job as a lawyer too and being able to give that advice to clients, which it definitely has. So I just applied, yeah, just applied. And I met with the general manager, Kimberly, who's absolutely amazing. She's like a fountain of knowledge on everything, NDIS and Hunter Prelude. She knows it all, like the back of her hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then at the AGM in October last year, I was now appointed as the chairperson, somewhat by default because no one else was um, putting up their hand. But um, yeah, it's definitely a, a challenge that I'm happy to take on. It's going to be a lot of work, but I'm yeah really happy to be part of the organisation.
0: Wow. So I was going to say to Sarah, what does this success look like <laughs> for you? She's super uber successful because just all of that you've listed now is like incredible with your own time. Like this is a massive thing. Um, how on earth do you juggle everything, but also what does success look like for you? Like, how are you doing all of this?
1: (laughs) Um, I don't have an off switch. I think that's probably (laughs) one of the main things. I, yeah, I can't sit still. I mean, even if I'm sitting still, I have to be reading or planning something or doing something that feels productive in some way. Um, I think I get that from my mum. She's she's exactly the same. Um, mm-hmm. And it can be quite annoying when you're on the reverse end because she comes to my house and she just won't sit still. Um <laughs> yeah, she's cleaning You're cleaning, you're cleaning and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's already clean, I've already done it. But, um, <laughs> but no, I think that's part of it. But I just, yeah, I get a lot of satisfaction out of the things that Doing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like being a lawyer, but to me, that's not the be all and end all. I actually like that I can use my skills and the connections that I've built yeah. through being a lawyer to actually give back to charities and the community in other ways and I actually mm-hmm. feel a lot of fulfillment in doing that um, and then I think also the leadership aspect and that's sort of why I wanted to get a board position too mm-hmm. I really get a lot out of learning those leadership skills and that's something I'm really really interested in from both a personal and professional perspective but yeah, nice. what success looks like um, you yeah. know I think it's just yeah spending your time doing things that make you feel happy and mm-hmm. fulfilled I don't yeah. think there's really a It's not a set um, job position or title or amount of money. I think it's Mm -hmm. just every day feeling like you're getting the most out of how you're spending your time.
0: Amazing, yes. And achieving for you is doing and giving back to the community. And we always say when you're in a position of serving others is when you have your highest, um, you know, your higher purpose Mm -hmm. and it gives you that wool, that feeling of, oh, uh, satisfaction, like you said, it's satisfaction It's serving others, bringing you, some sort of happiness because when you serve others, you're able to give to others. Um, And the givers are better than the takers. So those that are like, what's in it for me? Well, Mm. you know, that's, we should be giving, giving with our heart and our whole heart. That is awesome. Um, And yeah, I, I I would love to know what a typical work day looks like for you because if you're on the go, what does that mean? Are you up at four AM <laughs> setting like, I don't know, fifty laps swimming? What do you do? What do you do? What is a typical well, day looks like quite that? You that go? Bad,
1: but um, Five AM starts. Sitting it? here in my active wear, but <laughs> yes. so are you. Yes. So maybe it feels too bad. Um, um I do work from home on Mondays though, uh, so anything uh, goes cool. on Mondays. Yes. But a typical day, um I do some sort of exercise most mornings. I Sunday I don't that's my rest day and um, usually one day during the week I'll do something that's a bit lower intensity but yeah. it's either the gym or I've recently started doing Pilates so they're my morning yeah. things um, yeah. I then usually get ready at work because I go to Watt Street Athletic which is right next door oh, to my cool. gym sorry yes. my work yep um, so yeah I, I live in Warners Bay so I drive into Newcastle go to the gym
0: yeah, has Watt Street got the beautiful window You're straight up. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's really nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is yep. it
0: relatively new? Yeah, um,
1: yep. I've been going there since they opened, which is probably about two and a half years ago now. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yep. right in the middle of COVID, which is also amazing that um, they've withstood the yeah, test of Yeah, they've been so successful. But yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, so go there. Go to the cool. office next door. Get yeah. ready. <laughs> coffee, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I did go for a period with no coffee last year for about six months. Whoa, I don't really know why. That's a long <laughs> yeah. time without caffeine.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not
1: really sure why I did that, but I'm definitely drinking coffee again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is the thing with me. I keep thinking, oh, I don't need two or three coffees a day. I could sleep better without it. I, yeah. I've come off caffeine before. Maybe I lasted four or five days, though,
1: not six months. Yeah. Well, I, it was actually after hard. I had COVID because I was yeah. getting sort of the post-COVID oh, headaches right. for, for months. Yep. Um, and I was like, I need to get rid of things that can cause headaches. And I know mm. coffee can actually help, but I was like, I'll just cut these things out. And yep. I sort of got used to not having it. Yeah. Um, but then winter came and it was cold and I just, I actually like coffee. So yeah, got it's back the, on the feeling
0: of going out for a walk for mm-hmm. me. So out yeah. of the office, 10 minute walk definitely away from everybody else, um, you know, if I don't go out for coffee, then I won't necessarily go out to the office unless yeah. I desperately need to. Yeah. So it's good definitely to break up, up the day with a bit of sunshine or even rain. Doesn't matter yep. what the weather is; just get out. Yeah. So coffee's the, the same. yeah. Yep. Coffee's the yeah. Break. Yep. I guess yeah. Yeah. Walk and break. Um, plus, it tastes so darn good, and it smells <laughs> so good. I know. And
1: when you have a coffee <laughs> shop as well, it's a great <laughs> coffee shop around the corner from our Yeah, you do. You I do. missed mm-hmm. going there. So Yeah. Yep.
0: So do you go to? Ex-
1: not, extraction. Extraction, yep. I was going to say. Is an extraction?
0: <laughs> but for all the other coffee drinkers, there's amazing Good Brothers there, they've there, got Bolton Street yep, Pantry. Bolton Street
1: Pantry, 2300. 2300. Down around the corner. Yep, yep. Yep, there's so many. So one, penny also, one Penny Black. One Penny Black.
0: Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're boosting all the other cafes <laughs> as well. But Newcastle's great for coffee. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a bit of a coffee culture, cafe yep. culture, isn't it? Yeah, so. it's a bit
1: of a Melbourne vibe these days. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. So you, it's hard to... Coffee. Yep. But anyway, I know the benefits of not drinking coffee. Mm. so. It's hard. Um, yes, it is. Anyway, if that's our drug of addiction, that's, yeah, fine. that's right. That's
1: exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, so coffee, yeah. breakfast, those sort of things, wow. um, and then yeah, just my work day, which usually involves. Um, I wouldn't. I don't really know the percentages, but obviously there's the client work, but then there's a lot of my day that's attributable to sort of non. Client work, so we time record, so I record all my time. We call that the non-billable work, um, which is made up of everything from sort of practice management type jobs where I'm helping my bosses, Tim and Christy, or the management team with um, jobs. um, Marketing time and networking, that sort of thing, if I'm going to events or just keeping in contact with clients and people in my network. um, Then also like training and development with staff um, and then even things like process and precedent development for the firm. So. Bits and pieces of those every day. I have different things that I do. Um, Networking and marketing is something that I really enjoy and a a lot of people don't. um, But I actually really like making connections and I think that's probably Mm -hmm. why I've kind of fallen into the area of law that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, I like going out and talking to people and Mm -hmm. learning about people's businesses and what makes them tick similar to what we're doing today. Um, So yeah, that's definitely something I would do on a daily basis. And then I usually... Two days a week, I play netball after work, and the other excellent. days I'll take the dog for a walk or yep. go home, make dinner, cool. do a bit of reading if I can fit it in. Yeah, excellent. If I don't have a board meeting. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> amazing. Um, and so your morning routine typically work. If you're going to the gym, you're out. But um, Pilates is that a home based? I've
1: actually just joined up at a studio right. just near my yeah. house in okay. Warners Bay so okay. it's still oh, wow. out of yeah. the house but um yeah. that's a bit of a sleep in those days I think I'm up at about 5 45 wow. the days I go to the gym it's at 5 a.m stuff yeah so, okay
0: yeah <laughs> we didn't get quite to that well, my girls my girls are definitely up at 5 or 5 30 a.m so yes it's uh yeah, you just got to get up and do something productive, yep. I suppose. Um, so what would say your personal values, like what, what are your personal values that you're living by?
1: Yeah, um, I thought about this one. I think there's a lot and I think they evolved. I'd say at the moment, my personal values are connection. Um, probably said that a couple of times, but I'm really big on building relationships and also just connection within teams, within friendship groups, within families. I think that's really important. Um, I think respect is another big one for me. And I think um, self-respect and knowing your own self-worth and um, also respect of others and from others and being able to identify those things is also really important. And then I'd say probably the third thing that's really big for me at the moment is growth, both mm-hmm. personal and professionally. Um, I mentioned that I read a fair bit and that's yeah been something I've really gotten into probably over the last 12 to 18 months yeah. listening to audiobooks, but then audiobooks. also reading yeah. books reading. too. So, yeah.
0: what,
1: what are your books that you're reading at the moment? <laughs> I've got three on the go at the moment. <laughs> you so do I'm doing, sound like me. I've I'm got about an audiobook <laughs> because <laughs> you can listen to that while you're driving or yes. cooking and yeah, things yeah. like that. What so are you I, listening to? I'm listening to A Promised Land by Barack Obama oh, because wow. I'm actually going to see um, Obama. He's coming out to Australia in March. See? Yeah, which wow. I'm really, really excited about. Whoa! Um, so that's my one I'm listening to. I think I would really struggle to read that,
0: yeah. but he
1: yeah. he narrates oh, audio. it. he
0: narrates it. Yeah, cool. And it's
1: 30 hours, so it's really wow. long. But I'm halfway through, so getting there. And it's just yeah, yeah
0: that'd be. Interesting. I'm learning so oh much, even just about yes. America
1: and its political wow. system, and wow. yeah, it's really fascinating actually. Yeah. Um, so then, how did you get
0: tickets to? About, like through, was this a long
1: um, time ago no actually it's through a website called growth faculty right which i've recently started following there's um faculty.
0: i'm just scribbling notes guys because <laughs> i knew i'd get a lot out of this <laughs> podcast with sarah
1: so growth faculty um is kind of like a education sort of uh, resource like there's you can go on there and do like online courses or watch online webinars but then also they um will bring people out to australia or internally and put on these keynote sort of presentations kind of like ted talks yeah yeah it's pretty cool that's
0: so exciting yeah what date in march is it
1: the 28th i think it's a tuesday night yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to that that'll be awesome
0: okay so your audio booking what's a real book (laughs) Hard
1: cover book. <laughs> I've got a fiction and a non-fiction on the go at the moment. Whoa. So non-fiction is—I yes. haven't picked it up for a while because it's one of those books where you take notes.
0: Okay. So yes. I was—I
1: read a lot of that when I was traveling. Yeah. Um, but it's called uh, *The Leader, uh, Leadership Reinvented* wow. by Harmsa Khan. Okay. So he's a Canadian. Um, I don't even know what his actual profession is, but he oh. does—he does like all these sort of leadership um, courses, and I think he runs. Uh, like sort of like a a school that runs courses now for people to go to but he came out to Australia for Hunter Young Professionals a couple of years ago and then he did a webinar for them again last year and I watched and he was just like really inspiring so yeah so I've read one of his other books and now I'm onto that one and then my fiction book I actually just finished um, The Wife and the Widow by Christian White which was yeah one of the best books I've ever read Whoa, yeah, wow. couldn't put it down. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. This is great. Oh, this is great, see? Well, which I haven't
1: done fiction for years. Yeah. I've always been non-fiction. Yeah. And yeah. Really went off um, yeah. fiction books, but, yeah. yeah, just over the Christmas holidays like, and the last you few need, weeks. You, like yeah. you, when you're on
0: holidays, I feel like you do need a switch-off yeah. book that's not leadership or yeah. work-related. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah that it doesn't feel like sense. you're working. Yes, because so. if you're reading leadership, like, yeah, which I have, I – I normally have a leadership book, but then uh, you know someone said, "So what's your downtime book?" And I was like, "Yeah, leadership book." Yeah, no, no, no. What's you, where's your? Where what's the other books you read? Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll pick up some stuff." Yeah. What do I read? Oh, uh, "Leaving Time" by Jody Pickle. Oh so. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Even um, biographies, I read a lot of biographies. And yes. That's sort of like it's not it's not fiction, but it's still not like you're learning or work. Yeah yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so what are the your company's values? This is, you know, do, do you know them? Yeah, I do oh. know them. <laughs> that's, that's good. We actually, we have
1: a trick for remembering them and it's part of our rewarding each other, oh, that sort of system. Yeah, cool. We give each other MILCOs. Because milkos. our values all stand for the letters in MILCO. Okay. So they're make it count, in it together, live it, keep it real, and own it.
0: Oh, amazing, yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's so like, do you actually give them? Milk? Yeah, we have a little did. jar. You did. Yeah, and give every month money. we
1: yeah wow, we replenish really. them and give oh. them out to people who are
0: living the values. Oh, so good. So yeah, it's good. awesome.
1: That was our um, our marketing manager Jackie Osborne. She came up with that. that wow. A really good idea.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah, Osborne. That sounds incredible. Your team and um, yeah, I think yeah, that's. I was thinking, you know, if you need lawyers, <laughs> call these guys. Um, So I think part of the thing that we we always say, what is something we don't know about you that might surprise the listeners?
1: I may have kind of alluded to this earlier, um, but this might surprise people because I think I sort of give off the kind of stereotypical lawyer vibes in some respects. I kind of tick a lot of those boxes. I'm organised, I I talk a fair bit and those sort of things, but I never wanted to be a lawyer. That's not sort of, I never had a dream to be a lawyer. I kind of just fell into it and I'm... Was kind of good at it, so I just kept doing it. But that was never what I wanted to be. Up until I even got into law at uni, I didn't want to
0: be (laughs) a (laughs) lawyer. Wow, you must be good at it. (laughs) You must be a good, a great lawyer to still be doing. I think
1: it's just the um, like I wanted to be a vet, so maths and science. But I'm not good at that stuff. I'm good with the English and the writing and the words. So,
0: and I guess networking, like uh, networking as a vet, it's like talking to cats and dogs and stuff all day. So it makes sense. You um. You know, yeah, I was going to say, are you more of an introvert though on the weekend or are you still, like, do you find yourself extrovert? Uh, like, what do you this do for I is... and I
1: can't think of what it is, but it's yeah. people that are right in the middle. Okay. I think I'm that. Yes. It depends. So. Right sometimes every weekend is super busy and I've got balls and I've got birthdays and everything and people are like your social life is insane and (laughs) blah 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 but sometimes I'll go periods where I have nothing so the last few weekends like this weekend just gone I literally got up on Saturday went to Pilates didn't really do a lot moseyed around made dinner
0: yeah went
1: and did the groceries on Sunday my husband and I went and bought a new lounge like just generic house stuff nothing exciting yes but it was a really good weekend so it just depends
0: yeah go in between it's really one of those things like introvert extrovert sitting in the middle yeah whether you've in one role you're an extrovert but then you yep. you know you actually crave alone time so it's just fascinating that I think over time you learn more and more about yourself definitely. right and yep. then you're like well this is the energy so the more I give out I need to keep some for me yeah yeah it's really yeah it's strange but one of those things so yeah definitely um and there's a place I, I always see in every team. There's a place for the introvert. That you know, the, the, the more shy versus the extrovert, mm-hmm. and leaning on each other's strengths in oh, the workplace. Yep, like you said, yep. you, you they use you for the networking. Mm. Same with me. I'm networking. I'm mm-hmm. out in those events. I'm oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> whatever you do there. But both, yeah. but you you do need those those other. Um, strong personalities that are introverted Mm -hmm. but they're they're your advisors they're thinking through rationalizing things and I find those people
1: tend to be able to focus more like I don't know I think I can focus but I think Mm. because I've got so much on my plate, mm-hmm. it's kind of in short bursts,
0: Intermittent bursts. yeah. Yes.
1: So, when I've got like a big drafting job, I really need to sit down and focus on it. I need to like give myself breaks every half an hour or something, otherwise, yeah. I just yeah. I'm unproductive and I end up going around in circles. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe those people mm-hmm. are better at just mm-hmm. sitting down and doing a chunk of work, yeah, without yeah. the distraction as easily,
0: yeah, 100%. I um, agree, yeah, yeah, and
1: yeah. procrastinating too. I'm, yeah. I'm a big procrastinator, <laughs> yeah. Whereas I know there's people in my team that I'd say are more inclined the other way and they just get things done. I'm like, well, you've got that to me so quickly. I don't want it yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's a procrastinator because you're a perfectionist. Then you're a procrastinator because you need the adrenaline rush at the end. Mm. You like the end stress. Yeah. My father will say, I live in stress and I love stress and I produce under stress and under pressure. Mm. But that's the way I've been for a long, long time. I
1: think I'm a bit the same. Yeah,
0: it's like you need the deadline looming a bit closer to be able to Slam it, yep. but then you hit it hard, and it's
1: great work. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, not great I work. The longer, and I was always like this with uni assignments. The earlier I did them, and the longer I had, the worse you would change mark them? I got. Yep. Oh, yeah, because I'd and overthink want... them. I'd be like, oh, that's not very good. I'll just leave it. I'll come back to it and picking yes. pick it up, putting it down all the time. Whereas if I had six hours to get it done, it has to be done in the six hours. I was yeah. more focused than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> got it done, and the mark was so much better.
0: Yeah, there you go. So. yeah. So why not work <laughs> to years <laughs> straight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh dear
0: uh okay so what is your best kept secret about uh osborne law that we would want to know about
1: we have a pretty wild teams chat (laughs) we do a lot of cool things but we do have a pretty wild teams chat like we're all very um genuine sort of people and what you see is what you get and our banter can get pretty pretty interesting at times and I, i often think oh someone that didn't know us picked this up they'd be like this is a bit weird <laughs> wow, okay. but um, we all get each other so yeah I, yeah, I think teams. it's a bit like a we're like a big family yeah yeah Nice. yeah so other people probably don't get us that much in our sort of jokes <laughs> with each other but we get each other yeah nice that's good that's yeah. very good um
0: I love it that we were business lunch and you guys pulled out the keynote speaker right and you were so beautiful you were like you know what she will resign if we make her speak. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to speak or we'll find a speaker for yeah. you. And I just thought that is so beautiful because you looked over there and that, she was obviously packing it and would not want to keynote speak. Whereas my practice manager got pulled out and I was like, you have to do this. <laughs> this yeah. is a great opportunity. Yep. I pushed to do it. But you were so kinder of that <laughs> you were more kind than I could have been. Oh, no. So, I know. <laughs> so you know, that's knowing your team, knowing yep. your strengths and, um, yeah that was that was pretty incredible yeah. i hope you found a keynote speaker then
1: or are they putting you on the spot we'll see <laughs> we haven't discussed it yet okay to be continued yeah, no but she's actually in my direct team and yeah i we do know each other quite well and we are quite different in some respects but i think we've um learnt what our strengths are and yes yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, i knew she would not like
0: that <laughs> oh dear uh so sarah what is your inspiration what inspires you
1: Again, I think this is evolving, but I'd say something that inspires me at the moment is um, helping other people to grow. So whether that be just being there as a support um, or actually sitting down and having a conversation with someone and giving them my, my tips. Um, and I'm really big on, I, think I just mentioned the word organic, but really being organic when you do that. I don't sort of like to come across like I'm lecturing people or I know this and I think you should do it the way I do it. Just sort of giving people an insight and I really appreciate and respect when other people can do that with me. So sometimes it is a difficult conversation if it's a friend or someone you're close to and you can see the mistakes that they're making. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I get really inspired by helping people to grow and be the best versions of themselves.
0: Uh, And what makes you laugh and cry?
1: At the same time, <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
0: What makes uh, you laugh and cry?
1: Uh, I'm pretty easy, easily amused. I oh, laugh okay. at a lot of things. My husband tells me that he says some jokes that I shouldn't laugh at. But um, I'm like a really um, big animal lover. Okay. So yeah, any do you sort have of, one dog or I've got several two <laughs> dogs and a cat. They're all oh, rescue. Wow. Oh, wow, pets. so she, yep. wow. Yeah, okay. so my do- uh, eldest dog and the cat are from the RSPCA and then oh, the little dog's goodness. from the um, Dog Rescue Newcastle, oh, who okay. I do a bit of volunteering with them too oh. when I, I have oh, <laughs> time. <laughs> um, w-
0: wow, so do the dogs and the cats always, were they getting along? Did yeah, they get so along the cats the oldest, right.
1: so she was there first. So she's the So boss. she's the boss, yep. yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so anything to do with animals gets me okay. yep crying yeah so uh marley and me yeah for instance music. Yep.
0: <laughs> any <laughs>
1: movie with a dog in it just, yeah.
0: okay and who has had the most influence in your life and why
1: i was thinking about this and it's hard to narrow it down to one person mm-hmm. um i have i've had a few mentors over the years and one of them introduced me to the concept of a personal board of directors which i love and okay. i've sort of i've heard that a couple of times since and i've kind of run with that yes um And it's sort of, again, can be something that changes depending on what you need in your life at the time, but you just sort of surround yourself with people that can provide you with guidance or mentoring support. So there's a lot of people that sit on that board of directors, but as cheesy as this sounds, I'd say my husband's been a really big impact on me because we've been been together since we were 18. So we've kind of grown up together in some respects, which has obviously had its challenges, but um, we've come out on the other side. But yeah he's um, a very different personality to me so i think that we probably taught each other a lot without realizing it over that yeah, that time absolutely. and he definitely yeah. grounds me i can tend to get caught <laughs> up in things and run away with things and yeah. he sort of says no you're being a bit irrational about this or unrealistic you need to realize this is what it is and it's not that big of a deal so yeah, i really uh, appreciate that cool, that's amazing. Hmm.
0: Um, so how old are you now? Do you mind me? I'm I thirty. Could, yeah, okay. That's a yeah. long time. Yeah, 12 years. And you just got married. <laughs> yeah. That was that sounds amazing. So yeah. did you have to
1: wait for post COVID? Yeah, so kind of, you were oh. Yeah, we that was our third date actually. So we third got engaged date. in the oh. December before COVID in Fiji. Um and then we had a wedding planned for the start of twenty twenty one, which wow. we ended up postponing to the start of twenty twenty two. Yeah but um, it got sort of about five months out and we were still wearing masks. we just had a lockdown and yeah. I didn't want yeah. any restrictions on it. So we just cancelled it and then decided to go to Fiji. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, which was amazing because awesome. everyone was desperate to travel by then yeah. and it ended up being like a two-week party instead of just the wedding. So. Two weeks in yeah.
0: Fiji? Wow. Yeah. So we had a, a week with
1: sort of all the guests and then yeah. we had a week by amazing. ourselves.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Oh, Fiji. And I, I would love to know where you went. You don't have to say But It would have been a lovely <laughs> It was, it was yeah. beautiful. The um the Fijians, by the time we got there, they were so happy to see people. So mm-hmm. my fortieth, my husband was surprised we. The, my family went, we just my two daughters and my husband went for a week, and um, the kids eat and stayed for free. Wow! And they were just so happy to see people. We still had to do rat testing and yep. everything, but um Fiji were they were hard hit. Mm. They were hit hard, and so the more people you spoke to over there, that like two years without. Uh,
1: work yeah know, essentially yep. like
0: what did you do like, they tending to their gardens yep. and just paint like
1: oh yeah it was cute. really sad actually but yeah. it's yeah they they're so happy to have people yes back yeah. over there yeah
0: and yep. there is really good deals right yep. from here to there it's cheap enough yeah like it, it was cheaper to go there than to go to Queensland mm. here like yep so, um, <laughs> crazy yeah crazy right <laughs> okay wow and Do you have an ultimate hero or heroine? Maybe it's your board of directors. You don't have to answer that one. but
1: Not one specific person. Yeah.
0: And what do you think your purpose or mission is in this lifetime? I don't know. I feel
1: like I've been thinking about that a lot, actually, because I've been Mm. sort of hearing that come up. Mm. I guess in a lot of the stuff I'm reading, people talk about purpose and visions and missions and journeys and all those sorts of things. I don't know. I think it's kind of similar to how I would define success. I think it's just to... I guess, build a life that I'm proud of really. And that's not just for me, but it's for my family, for my friends, for the people I'm associating with. And I guess just to kind of be the best version of myself as much as I can. And that's that's hard. I definitely have days where I'm not the best version of myself. And I know there's some people that are going to be listening to this going <laughs> I saw you five minutes ago and you were not the best version of yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah but you're also human that's right so yep. you know they talk it. about <laughs> the human humanness like someone said you know don't be vulnerable as a leader yeah but in actual fact Brene Brown's always about yeah, vulnerability exactly. you know yep. show people that the real authentic yep. you we exactly. always try to hide the bad versions of ourselves yeah and we try to portray this perfect image no one's perfect yep. who's picture perfect what is perfect yeah so yeah now it's like this is authentic me I may look like stressed or I may look excited yep. that's me yep. I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve yeah so I, I think, that's I think really good it, leadership it? Yeah, is yeah, just, yeah be yeah. you be you yeah be authentically you mm. be uniquely you mm. and go live the life of your dreams yes
1: yeah yeah and keep learning that's probably a yes. really really big one keep learning yeah. and keep being open-minded yeah
0: awesome I think yeah laying stagnant and not pushing yourself out of a comfort zone is another yep. one of those reasons you're like you know no no, no yeah. step out Take yep. the leap of faith and yeah. do it because we all sit there go, oh, I'll do it in five years. Mm. Oh, I'll do it in 10 years. Yeah. No. Why yep. aren't we doing it now? What, what's holding us
1: back? No. know. Yeah. There's yes. just so much. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay. Can you share a time where you have failed? There you go. The, the um, <laughs> non-perfect version of yourself uh, in business or just in life, but you took the lesson, lesson learned in yep. it. Um, what was a failure for you but was like a real good learning
1: I'd say probably in like professionally maybe relying on other people and not trusting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think as a result, I mean everyone's got to learn, but it can kind of come across as though you don't really know what you're doing, which can be pretty bad in a, a job that I'm that like what I'm in. So yeah not backing myself, I think. And there's probably been a lot of examples of that over the years. And mm-hmm. my boss, actually, Tim, he's probably been my biggest supporter of making me back myself and mm-hmm. helping me get that confidence and really pushing me for mm-hmm. things, which, mm-hmm. yeah, over the last two years, I, I think I've, I've grown a lot as a result of that. But I'd say yeah. professionally, that's probably an example mm-hmm. of kind of failures and mm-hmm. not meeting my potential to the most.
0: Are you um, hard on yourself? Are your worst critic? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Some,
1: yeah. Yeah. Crazy hard. Yep. Yeah, and I, like I said, I overthink things and analyse things and yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> blow things out of proportion sometimes.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. There's a quote that I know that I have to say to myself and it says, listen to your inner mentor, not your inner critic. Mm. And I actually have to read that daily because my inner critic is so alive. Yeah. And it's like every day the inner critic is there. So it's like, well, we all have an inner mentor, mm. don't we? It's like flipping the switch of... Well, what's this um, thought telling me about myself? Well, that's not very nice. Like, mm. um, and talk to yourself like you would your best friend. You know, we forget that we're talking to ourselves. Yeah. And how are we that's talking true. to ourselves? Yeah. So it's like, all right, we'll talk to yourself as if it was your mother saying, mm. "Hey, Sarah. Well, oh, that's as handy. We're both Sarahs. But <laughs> hey, Sarah, um, you look really beautiful today. Just in what you are, you look just." enough in that you know that's so funny yeah, that we we don't say those, we don't things, say those things like oh my gosh I hate this top. Mm. oh my gosh <laughs> I have like I you know I look scuffy and I've turned up to work you know just all as, as women we yep. we tend to nitpick ourselves but you know if someone saw us and wanted to be nice what would they say you know? yeah
1: yeah no I definitely have a tendency to do that and I can mm-hmm. I can think of an example at work recently where I've done that I've mm-hmm. you know we we often do as a management team um We do like surveys and we get like our team to kind of review us essentially.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And those
1: sorts of things, you know, for the most part, got really good feedback. Yes. But you pick out the two slightly negative criticisms in there, which obviously it's it's a learning opportunity. Yes. But it takes me a little while to process that and be like, okay, accept it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. This Mm -hmm. is what I can do to address it. But I sort of dwell on it. A bit too much, and probably to my detriment, and maybe also to the team's detriment. Sometimes because it yeah. takes me a little while to kind of get over the personal hit yeah. <laughs> and do something about it. And it's because we care. At the end of the day, if we didn't care, it wouldn't affect us at all. Which I think uh-huh. would be a worse position to be in. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's you know, you yeah. I guess maybe the more you come across those things you develop sort of strategies for Mm. dealing with it and maybe not as outwardly exposing that it's hurt you as much as it has but i think it's a normal human reaction yeah at the end of the day Mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely probably haven't dealt with some of those things as well as i could have
0: Mm. thank you for sharing i find that really valuable i think there's a lot of people out there in Mm. the same boat too
1: yeah i think so i think
0: so (laughs) So happiness at work is the new productivity. So how do you and your staff um, stay happy on a daily basis? Is it this team's banter and team's chat?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah, being (laughs) authentic and genuine. Um, For me personally, I have some non-negotiables and I also this year am putting a bit more of a focus on boundaries. Yeah. Um, So my non-negotiables are exercise, at least something every day, and a lunch break which is pretty much a non-negotiable unless there's a really good reason for it not to be. But for the team, asking them what makes them happy and what they want, um, that's been something which Osborne Law and myself in particular, we've focused on over the last 12 months or so. We've actually um, recently started a wellbeing committee, which I was one of the key people to start that, which I was really proud of. And the first thing we did was a survey asking the team, what do you want? These are some of the things we're doing and we're happy to keep doing them, but are they things that you're getting value out of? Are they making you happy at work? Um, And just listening and accepting that what makes them happy today might not make them happy in six months and being adaptable and willing to change with that. I mean, it's the same with us. We go through stages in our lives Mm -hmm. where we're focusing on this and that's making us happy, but then in a year we don't care about that anymore. So I think it's the same with stuff. It's got to be evolving.
0: Awesome. Um, <clears throat> shows you, you know, the really good workplaces that have a wellbeing officer or wellbeing committee and wellness initiatives and all yep. of that. I mean, if you, you're working in 2023, you certainly need to be starting. Asking yeah, yourself is gonna make given. you happy. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think if you don't yeah. have that then yeah. Yeah. you need to question why you don't have that. Yes. Is it because you don't want to hear what people want? Or mm. yeah. yes. Or you think you've got it all covered. You think you've got you it all covered. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so what is the ten year plan for Sarah H? <laughs> What yeah, I've like definitely
1: got some both personal and professional goals over that time. Um, I am really invested in Osborne Law, and um, I think they're invested in me too. So, continuing to grow that relationship and seeing where that takes us both, um, I think it's a it's a it's a good partnership that we've got at the moment. So, yeah. hopefully, that will continue yeah. as it is.
0: Awesome! Um, and they're yeah. lucky to have you. Very lucky to have you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I guess in that, as a professional, just developing my skills and expanding my network and just adding further value and that what I can to my clients. I've got a couple of um, courses and things like that I wanna look at doing just to add a couple of notches to my belt, that sort of thing. Um, But personally, I guess um, my husband and I, we don't have kids at the moment. So starting a family is something we'd like to do in the future Um, and yeah, maybe build a house or find another house just you know normal yeah. life yeah. things nothing
0: yeah. too
1: dramatic but yeah. just simple things
0: sounds amazing yeah yeah i hope you get
1: all these leveling up i think <laughs> leveling yeah. up yeah
0: <laughs> i like that uh okay finally but one of my most exciting questions i love this finally what positive mark do you want to leave on the world in this lifetime
1: i think i want to be remembered for giving back and being humble, yeah,
0: yeah, sounds amazing. I
1: think it, it sounds pretty simple, but I think yeah. a lot of people don't value those things highly enough.
0: I'm just in awe of Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I knew I knew there'd be just there's so much radiating from you with yeah, positivity <laughs> and and life giving blood. And it looks like you want to give back, and you can see that about you, and it's just really it's amazing. Thank so. you.
1: that's very kind. Yeah.
0: Um, and legacy is leaving something in people. So what is it that you want to leave in your people? And I think you said you're um, a manager, associate senior of a few staff. So what is the legacy that you want to leave in your people?
1: Yeah, I think I want them to feel like I helped them grow to what they want to be, not to what I wanted them to be or what you know the, the workplace they're in wanted them to be, but to where they want to get to mm-hmm. and help them achieve their goals, even though they might be different to my own. Help them achieve what they want.
0: Perfect. Okay. Oh my gosh. See, <laughs> look at that. Quick yeah. fire questions. I have uh, I really enjoyed uh, talking with you and, and uh, learning more about you. This. It's like, I'm sure I'm going to probably come back to you in 12 months' time and see where you are because I think there's value Definitely. in Please catching do. up again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And so thank you for your patience because you came back to me. Oh, the, no, like, thank Let's you. Let's do yeah. this.
1: <laughs> I was um, just as
0: much to blame
1: in that. So. No, getting <laughs> well, married is like, you know, we've better let you have your honeymoon and <laughs> your wedding
0: after you've waited that long, <laughs> true, right? True. So, yeah, thank you for being patient and coming and chatting with us. These are quick fire questions you can't think very, you just got to answer real quick. And I think we already know this, but what book are you reading or listening to at the moment yep. and why?
1: The Promised Land, Barack Obama, just to learn more.
0: What is the best book you have ever read or listened to and why?
1: Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. <gasps> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and Definitely. audioed by his yes, voice. 100%. 100%. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I also now want to read, read the hard the copy because yeah. it's got pictures in it.
0: Yes. yes I, read the 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 I read the hard copy. I read the hard copy but listen to yes. his like 15 minutes
1: yeah oh, amazing what? so In good style. green yep. light
0: so good mm-hmm. when you see a green light at a traffic yep. you like green light yeah. that's baby what yes yeah he needs what green light <laughs> yeah so good um ooh, what is your favorite food pasta oh nice uh if we got paid to play what would your typical fave day look like
1: Probably the same as what it looks like now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't sit still, so I'm to <laughs> well do these things anyway. i <laughs> do all that I'm doing. Yeah, maybe um, maybe a little bit more of being outside. Yes. I don't get to be outside as much as I would like, okay. but yeah. I think everyone's be like that.
0: Cool. Uh, and what is your most awkward, embarrassing moment? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is that really going to throw everything off because this is not work-related at all. Um, but the first time I met my husband's parents, <laughs> When I was 18 yes. and I was only recently 18. It was New Year's Eve and I'd come all the way out to Newcastle on the train, um, met them. Then we went to a house party with um, his friends who I didn't know. Right. I drank way too much. And I think it was about 10.30 or 11 o'clock. I cut my foot. On some glass And cut like an artery in my toe And I was bleeding everywhere Vomiting everywhere And his parents had to come and pick us up From this party Take us to the hospital on New Year's Eve And sit there with me Being a complete mess Over over midnight Watching the fireworks on TV So many people are at emergency At that time of the day on New Year's Eve Um, Yeah Yeah
0: Wow, but I'm sure they're like, "Wow, she's the one."
1: Well, (laughs) they told that. um, His dad told that story at our wedding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm sure. There's no hiding it now. There's no hiding. But I'm sure they are very, very grateful and lucky that you are still here from that day because their first impressions never last. So you've got to show them. Definitely (laughs) evolved. Yes. Oh, brilliant story. Uh, thank you very much. I hope uh, listeners, you've enjoyed that as much as I have. Uh, that was so, so cool uh, to get to know you more,
1: Sarah. H. Hey, and thank you for coming. Thank you. Can I just um, add one other thing as well? Of I course. didn't mention yeah. I'm actually doing Stars of Newcastle in a few yes. months' time, mm, um, so that. I was nominated by um, <laughs> Claire Ferguson from Monica Claire Recruitment. Thank you, Claire. Um, so I'm going to be dancing jazz at Civic Theatre on the 2nd of June, raising money for the Cancer Council. So all proceeds raised stay here in the Hunter to help um, people that have been diagnosed with cancer and their families um, to get them transport to treatment and and other services that are really critical when you're going through that process. Um, so I'm really excited to be supporting that. And um, yeah, I'm gonna have some fundraising events and I've got a link out there. So wow. if anyone would like to get behind it, feel free to reach out and yes i'd love the support do,
0: raise, uh, raise um charity funds for cancer council and all well, that is incredible i can't believe we forgot to mention that <laughs> no. on your list of to know. do and the yep. success dancing. story
1: is on there too. dancing and
0: she's gonna smash it out of the park at our stars of newcastle so well done and yeah that's super exciting second of june jump on and grab tickets wow i can't wait to see
1: you. <laughs> thanks sarah